After losing to the Browns, the Bengals dropped to four and four. And uh, we got to talk about where we're at right now. So let's talk about it. What it do is the 513 with your boy J.E. on the Cincinnati podcast. Uh, and uh, happy Monday or Tuesday, whenever you're checking out this podcast. Wow. Um, the game was late. I wasn't able to shoot the podcast on Monday night just because I had so many thoughts about the game. I had so many frustrations. And um, here we are today, right? The Bengals suffered a, I wouldn't say devastating loss, but they got beat pretty handily. And um, quite frankly, they're in a peculiar situation. Um, similar to last season, they were four and four, and then they went into the bye week five and four. Uh, and then they, they got hot after the bye week. But it, it feels a little different this time around. Because, quite frankly, to me, the Bengals are 0-3. Um, if you can remember, we played the Steelers and we played the Ravens, I think, before the bye. Um, I think they were 2-0 and in the, in the division. Uh, right now, they're sitting at 0-3. And, and uh, quite frankly, as much as I like to talk about the Browns and how you know the organization is desperate, which I, I'll never change how I feel about the Browns organization and who they are as a uh, – who they are as an organization and what they're known for, and they and they can change, right? The Browns could they got Deshaun Watson, uh, you know, outside of his off the field issues, he, he's a talented player from what we know. Uh, we don't know who Deshaun is today, but we can speculate, right? And uh, they have a talented team, and quite frankly, it truly feels like the Browns have the Cincinnati Bengals number. They, I think, they've won eight out of the last nine games against the Cincinnati Bengals, eight out of the last nine. The Cleveland Browns, we're not talking about the Steelers. We're not talking about the Baltimore Ravens. Man, the, the Cleveland Browns, man. And um, now Nick Chubb is the best running back in the NFL. He showed that again yesterday night. Um, Jacoby Brissett. We were calling him brisket for the longest time on social media, and he balled out. He played well, and um, overall, it just seemed like you know the defense showed up early to play. They did very well, I think, in the beginning of the game, but ultimately the dam broke, and uh, the floodgates opened. And Nick Chubb was running wild. They started playing uh, the the Bengals defense started playing too high shell against one of the best running backs in the league, and. Um, you can't beat the Browns playing too high, man. Or if, you, if you're going to play too high and let them run the ball, you have to score points. And I thought the defense created some turnovers early, uh, gave the offense a chance to put some points on the board, and we just didn't, quite frankly. Um, so, you know, nonetheless, that was – that's kind of – the game was really one to – that, you know, if I'm on the staff or if I'm a player – not going to say never watch it, but kind of you do kind of want to say, hey, 
flush the tape. <laughs> Let's move forward. Let's get ready for Carolina because right now this team sits at four and four, second place in the AFC North. Uh, the AFC, I think, as as a whole, isn't as strong as we thought it would be, right? But the Bengals, nonetheless, find themselves in the situation much like last year. Even though we, you know, as fans, we know that this team has improved, you know, from a fact of bringing in new offensive linemen, maybe another year of continuity with the staff and the players. Um, I know we didn't have Jamar Chase, and we'll talk about the injuries that we have so far, but despite the injuries, it is next man up, and this team is talented enough to win without Jamar Chase on the field to me. Um, and, I, and I know Jamar Chase is super talented. I think he's wide receiver one. Easily, you know, I'm not going to say by a mile because I think Teague's entire board are very special, but Jamar Chase is wide receiver one. Um and a top three receiver in the NFL. And I say top three, I don't think he's three. Honestly, he could be two. And honestly, you could argue for one because he has that much of an impact on the team. But this team's at four and four, right? What does that mean? What does that mean for the Bengals? That means the next few games that they play, play are absolutely must win games. Right, and I'm pull. I'm rolling over to the schedule really quick because I, I want to make sure I, I get this correct, right? Uh, and I, I want to tell you about the schedule. So we know for a fact we got the Panthers coming into Cincinnati, right? And honestly, the Panthers probably aren't bad as bad as we think they are. Um, they're not good. <laughs> they're not good, right? But. They're two and six, much like the Brown, the Browns were, you know, when we played them on Monday night. Um, but maybe we really are getting everybody's best shot, man. I don't, I don't know. Um, but we got the Panthers coming to Cincy on November 6th. Okay, and we're favored to win that game. But it's gonna be a dog fight. The Bengals can't take anyone for granted. They got the Steelers. It's going to be a dogfight, must-win game. Those two games are must-win. They play the Titans, must-win game to me. They play the Chiefs. Eh, I wouldn't say must-win there for the Chiefs, but you want to definitely, if you can, sneak out a win there, go ahead and get that win. We know we've beaten the Chiefs before. I think we can do it again. You play the Browns. You definitely want to get that win against the Browns the second time around. They come to Cincinnati. We can't keep letting the Browns get off the hook, man. We play the Bucks. We know the Bucks don't look that good right now. Got to be able to get that dub. Then we play the Patriots, and then we play the Bills, and then we play the Ravens. So so 10 games. Yeah, so not 10 games, but, you know, about – Nine games left on the season. And quite frankly, man, there's a lot of game. They don't really have much room for error. Um, if you're the Bengals, you have to find, to, to me, you have to find six wins 
in that schedule. And <laughs> that's a tough that's a tough way to live. The back half of the schedule, everybody's fighting for their playoff lives and seeding. And you're telling me, right, nine games left, you gotta go six and three. Right? You gotta go six and three in this stretch. And it's so critical because I don't think it's so much about winning the AFC North, even though we'd like to win the North. The Bengals were kings of the North, right? That felt good to be the king of the North and say, hey, we won the AFC North. That was dope. But really, for this team, just make it to the dance. Just get in the playoffs. You got Joe Shiesty. You got Jamar Chase. You got T. Higgins, Tyler Boyd, Joe Mixon, Hayden Hurst, an improved offensive line. Just get to the dance, and I'm telling you, This team is going to play well on that stage. I do think right now, man, this team is um, the first game without Jamar Chase. That could be tough. But I do feel like this team is reminding me so much of last season. It's disappointing, but it's also encouraging in the same light. It's disappointing because as a fan, as a diehard fan, as someone, and I call myself a fan, but as a guy who spends and invests a lot of time into learning about the team, studying the players on the team, studying the players and coming to the team, you expect a team with consistency to come into the season, right? Keeping the coaching staff, keeping really eight, returning 18 of 22 starters on offense and defense. You expect them to come in and play well as a unit and not have those continuity issues or uh, chemistry issues is what I would say. But for the offensive line, you can see it because they replaced four of the five starters. So that's not so much of a concern. Um, And I I think they can continue to improve. It does suck that every time we play an elite pass rusher, they seem to wreck the game. Uh, We chipped him one time, and he spinned inside on Jonah Williams, who had a terrible game. And uh, the guy, Miles Garrett, was dancing on our offensive line on the team all game. So, (laughs) um, but ultimately, look, what does four and four mean for this team? Right? I'll say this. Back half of the schedule, and I already said this, and I I don't want to continue to repeat myself. You got to go six and three. Got to go six and three. Got to get to 10 and seven. Got to try to get 11 wins if you can. If you get really hot, you get really hot, and you go beat the Panthers, Steelers, Titans. Let's say you beat the Browns, the Bucks, and the Patriots. One, two, three, four, five, six. And then maybe you sneak the game out against the Ravens at home, or you sneak the game out here between the Chiefs or the Bills. I think we could beat those teams, honestly, but we got to be ready to go to play those teams. Um, maybe you do get off seven wins, and maybe you do go 11-5. and five. That would be phenomenal for this team. And honestly, if they can pull off and go on a run, I wouldn't be surprised if this team makes another run to the Super Bowl. But right now, looking at this team and where they're at, it is disappointing, right? It's disappointing because you're saying, hey, look, this team's talented. We're expecting them to really win a ton of games this year, repeat and win the North. Encouraging because, hey, look, we did this last year, and look what happened. 
We went all the way to the Super Bowl and we're one play away from winning the Super Bowl. Uh, you know, <laughs> Quentin Spain gets beat by Aaron Donald on an inside move. And uh, Joe Burrow gets sacked, unable to throw the ball down the field or complete the pass to Samaj P. Ryan or hit an open Jamar Chase for a walk-off touchdown. Um, so 4-4 four and four isn't a death sentence, and by no means are the Bengals out of it. If you're a Bengals fan, you're feeling down, you're feeling sad, um, they're by no means out of it, right? But it's okay to be disappointed, and it's also okay to be encouraged and have some optimism about where the team at and where they could potentially go. Um, I do kind of want to veer a little bit you know, left or right. The trade deadline was today. Uh, the Bengals, unfortunately, didn't make any moves, and uh, I can understand some people if they're frustrated there. Um, I don't I don't know if I felt like the Bengals absolutely had to make a move today, but you would have liked to see them go all in and sort of commitment to saying, hey, look, we're committed to winning Super Bowls um, and winning championships here. And, again, it doesn't mean that they're not. It just means maybe they have different plans and maybe they're focused on more about extending and, you know, retaining the current people on the roster. But the Bengals have a huge need at cornerback right now. Cheetah Bay Wujie goes down. Eli Apple has a bad hamstring, and typically hamstrings are tough to recover throughout the season. Trey Flowers has a hamstring issue, and typically hamstrings don't get better throughout the season. Um, Trey Hendrickson's a little banged up. Sam Hubbard's a little banged up. We'll be getting DJ Reader back, who's one of the best players in football. But look, man, corner was a huge need to me. And honestly, offensive line is probably crazy to look at when you're talking about trades because I don't know if there's anyone that's worthy offensive line-wise that would be worth a trade, but or if there's anybody even on the block, right? Good teams keep good offensive linemen. Typically, you won't find them available. Um, but look, this team's not out of it. They do have a lot of injuries, so I was hoping they make a trade, especially at the cornerback position. Maybe look at a guy, uh, one of the guys out of Detroit. Can't th- I can't pronounce the guy's name. I do know Akuda's there, which I didn't suspect they'd move him. But the other guy, uh, they could have maybe potentially moved, or maybe one of the guys um, with the Panthers, right? Uh, that didn't happen. And um, there was just a lot of options I thought that they could have went for, whether it was Terrence Marshall or a DB to come help out that cornerback room and build some depth. Uh, because it truly feels like, the depth is being tested for this team. And this team is battle-tested, no doubt about it. They're battle-tested. And I and I think they can really get through anything. Um, so, look, I, I think if you really – when you really look at it and you say, hey, look, they didn't make a move before the trade deadline despite the injuries, I still believe this team can win with the people they have on this roster. Now, from a corner perspective, I did see that the Seahawks waived Sidney Jones, I believe his name is. I'm not sure if that's exactly his name, uh, but they waived him. He'll have to hit waivers. I think the Bengals right now are 16th on the waiver wire for, per Joe Goodberry, as what I saw he tweeted earlier. So he'd have to kind of – he wouldn't have to clear waivers, but he'd have to make it through 15 other teams in order for the Bengals to claim him. And uh, I'm sure they're putting in a, uh, you know, I'm sure they're putting in a claim on him, but I'm also sure there's other teams out there putting the claim in on him 
trying to get a cornerback that's at least decent uh, to play on the team. So um, it, it's a long season. Ten weeks left of football, nine games left. The Bengals have done this before and bounced back and went all the way to the Super Bowl. If the Bengals can make it into the dance, I'm telling you, and I'm telling you, excuse my French, but I'm telling you, damn it, they got a chance to go back to the Super Bowl. And uh, they just got to make the dance. So, Hootay, I hope you all enjoyed the show. The Bengals will be playing the Carolina Panthers coming up this week at home at Paycor Stadium. If you can make it out there, get out there, go check out the game, spend some time with family. Um, don't hold the burden of losses too much because, yes, you love your team and you want to enjoy, you want to celebrate every victory and you want to criticize every loss. But enjoy life, man. It is short and uh, definitely precious. So, who day? I appreciate you all checking out the show. Hope you all come back next week. Talk to you next week. Let's go. Who day?